name of Jesus, we come humbly before you today, God. We ask you to have your way into this service, God. We thank you for your anointing, God, and I pray over your word, God, that your word uh, just open up our eyes and just enter into our hearts, God, and just lead us. Make a way for us. Lead us, God. Lead us, God. Father, I pray that we not only be hearers of your word, but we be doers also, God. Touch your hearts and our minds, God. In Jesus' name, and the church said, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Follow the light. <laughs> Where there is no way, he makes a way. <laughs> Just follow the light. Just follow the light, church, because God loves you. Because God loves you. There's none perfect but God. None perfect but God. We've, we've hurt and we've been hurt. We're still hurting. We're still hurting. We've done some unthinkable things to others, ourselves, and others may have done some unthinkable things to us as well, as well. But we've all fallen short. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But yet, God gives us grace. He gives us mercy, and he forgives us because he loves us, because he loves us. He loves you whether or not, church, you are a Christian or not, meaning whether you are saved or not, he loves you. But he deeply desires for us to be saved. Bible tells us that he wishes that none should perish. None should perish. God told the prophet Jeremiah he knew him before he formed him in the womb. He said before he was born, he set him apart. God knew you before you were born, church. God set you apart before you were born. God knew you and set you apart in your mother's womb. In your mother's womb. Even if that mother was unsure if she loved you or not, God loved you. Even if the father that helped, uh, uh, helped make you wasn't sure if he Wanted anything to do with you or not. God still loved you. And God loves you right now today. Right now today. In whatever mess you may be in. God still loves you. In your faults, he loves you. All your mistakes, he loves you. When we promised him to do better and be better, and we failed on all those promises, he still loves us. 
he still loves us. God only wants the best for us when we don't even want the best for ourselves, church. When we in intentionally turn away from God and turn towards sin, which is the total opposite of what God desires for us. And yet, and yet, church, here we are, right? And yet, here we are because he loves us. Because he loves us. While we were still sinners, while we were still sinners, God loved us. And he gave his son for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. John 3.16. So God, God so loved mankind. God so loved you and I. Not only will we not perish, church, but we will have eternal life. Whoever believes in the Son has also received the light. Also received the light. Hallelujah. The light of new life. The light of salvation, church. The light of freedom from sin and eternal death. The light of hope. The light that will lead you through the dark times in your life. And we must follow that light. We must follow that light in every area of our life, church. We must follow that light. God has greatly blessed us. God has greatly blessed us. He has given us a light to follow, a light that will guide us through the dark times in our lives. This light will help you see the way through whatever difficult, circumstances you may face, whatever troubles you may face in this life, that light will guide you. It will guide you, church. A light that will give us guidance in our troubled relationships, church. A light that will help us with the guidance of our sometime wayward children. As we were once Word, right? A light that will show us how to regain love in a troubled marriage. A light that can help families mend any strained relationships and help bring back broken friendships. A light that will comfort us in our pains, in our griefs, in our sorrows. He is a light of righteousness, holiness, faithfulness, a light to trust in that would never let us down but shine brightly through the dark times, church. He's a light of power. A light of strength, a light of knowledge and of 
wisdom, a light of salvation, a light of transformation, a light that leads to new life, church, new life. And he's a light that will humble our hearts, humble our hearts to have mercy, to give grace, and to show love to all people, all people. These are the things that I can testify that the light has done for me. Jesus is our light in the darkness, church. Jesus is our light in the darkness. Whatever dark areas there are in your life, whatever dark areas there are in your life, give it to Jesus. Call it out to Jesus. Call it out to Jesus. Give it to him. Give it to him. Take your hands off of it. Pray it up to Jesus. Lift it up to Jesus. Take your hands off of it. Whatever dark areas there is in your life, give it to Jesus. Allow him to bring light to that dark situation, whatever it may be. Whatever it may be, church. This is a dark world we live in. It's dark, sometimes lonely, sometimes lonely. And we can't safely live through it or endure it without the light of Jesus Christ leading us, leading us, guiding us. So if you're living in the light of Christ, ain't no need of crying, ain't no need of worrying, ain't no need of stressing. Trust in that light, church. Trust in that light. He will guide you out of whatever situation you may be in. Trust in him. Trust in him. He is the only one that can lead us. He is the only one that can give life out of darkness. He brings life out of darkness. You think about a baby. In the mother's womb, in the darkness of that bubble, in the darkness of that bubble. And when that baby is born, there's nothing like that first cry. Because it signifies new life. New life. And then, there's nothing like when that baby first clearly opened their eyes, hallelujah, opened their eyes, they now have the light of life, the light of life, and it's so precious, so precious. See, there's nothing like the new mercies, church, we have every morning. Every morning we wake up from the darkness and open our eyes 
to the new light of day. See, we wake up from the darkness to new life only by the grace of God. We get up and see new light only by the grace of God. That new light is a new beginning. It's something that we should follow every day. If we start our day understanding that I open my eyes and I see light, decide right then who you're going to follow. Who you going to follow? That is why his mercies are new every single morning. That's how much he loves us. Do not take a new day for granted when that light shines in your eyes. Follow the light. Follow the light. John says this, 1-4. The word gave life to everything that was created, hallelujah, and his life brought light to everyone. Every living creature, every living creature, every squirmy creature, hallelujah, down to the smallest ant, down to the smallest ant, their life were created by the same one who gave us life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Down to the smallest ant that we stump on daily. Hallelujah. The Bible says everything was created by him and for him. We all, <laughs> we all were meant to be creatures of the light, church. We all been meant to be creatures of the light. 1-5 says the light shines. In the darkness, and the darkness, hallelujah, can never, never extinguish it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Church, God has preordained. He has preordained for you to walk and live in the light of Jesus Christ. That is why he called you out of the darkness of this world. That is why he told Satan he couldn't have you. To keep his paws off you. Amen. That is why he called you out of the darkness of your sin. To be saved by the light of Jesus Christ. To never return to the darkness of this world, of Satan, or never return to the darkness of your own sinful desires. Your life was preordained, church, to live in the light of Jesus Christ. That is why you are part of the body of Christ, church. That is why you are part of the body of Christ. That is why you joined a church. God did not form you in the womb to live a life for Satan. Our mothers did not carry us for nine or so months. For us to live a life glorifying Satan. No, no. He said the word gave life to everything that was created. And his life, his life brought light to everyone. Meaning everyone who would what? Receive him. Receive him. 
So anyone who has received Jesus in their life, their life will reflect his light. Their life would radiate that light, church, that light. His light of love, his light of peace, his light of joy, his light of kindness, of understanding, hope, and self-control. Self-control. But if we have not truly received Jesus into our hearts, his light will not reflect in our lives. It will not reflect in our lives. And we leave ourselves open. We leave ourselves open to the darkness of Satan and his forces. We leave ourselves open to the darkness of our own sinful desires. And we leave ourselves open for that darkness to overtake us. To overtake us, church. See, it's similar. It's similar to when God allowed Satan to torment Job. Now, we don't want to have to go through that to show our faithfulness to God, do we? We don't want to have to go through tragedies. We don't want to have to go through loss, grief, sorrows, and pain for us to realize that the light of Jesus, that our joy comes from the light of Jesus and not the darkness of this world. No, we don't want to have to go through it. We don't have, want to have to go through it. We don't want it, church. We don't want it. John 12 says this. I have come as a light to shine in this dark world so that all who put their trust in me will no longer remain in the dark. Do you know anyone that wants to remain in the dark? This is Jesus encouraging every Christian, every, every Christian and every non-Christian, saying, if you truly believe in me, you have left Satan's dark kingdom and influence, meaning Satan's power is no longer a match for the strength that you now have in Jesus Christ. No longer, no longer. His powers are not strong enough anymore to influence you to return to a life of darkness. It's not. It's not. You have entered the light of God's kingdom now, church. You have entered the light of God's kingdom now. And as Christians, as the body of Christ, we should not go around acting as though we're still in darkness. We should not. We should not. Jesus died so that we might be what? Transformed from that darkness to light. To light, church. But if our lives are not changing, if our lives are not changing, church, if we don't see change in our lives, We have to be honest with ourselves. And we ask ourselves, am I truly following the light? 
have that conversation with yourself. Am I truly following the light of Jesus Christ? Because if you're truly following the light, we should not be the same. We should not be the same old people. We should be growing spiritually. There's something should be different about us, about you. Check yourself. We all have to check ourselves. See, we live this life and forget about ourselves. We look at everybody else, everybody else who don't have the light, and we call them out. But what about us? What about us? Do they see a change in us? See, that's what you have to think. When people see you, what do they see? See, do they see that light? Do they feel that you're guided by the light of Christ? Yeah. We have to be honest with ourselves, church. We have to be honest. And after that verse, Jesus said this. Jesus said, I did not come to judge, but I came to save. He said, but on that last day, those that did not receive my word, I will judge. I will judge on that last day. And only the Father knows when that last day is coming, right? Only the Father knows, right? When that trumpet <laughs> will sound, right? Only the Father knows. See, Jesus is not saying that living in his light may solve our problems or problems won't come our way. That's not what he's saying, church. You know, there will be struggles, there will be dark times, there will be grief, there will be sorrows, right? And right now, many of us may be in the middle of them all. Even though we're here in service, we may be in the middle of all those things, right? There will be mourning. There will be grief because we live in a world of sin, a fallen world. Fallen world. He's saying, but that is light. His light will guide us as we go through those problems, as we go through those struggles, as we go through that sorrow, as we go through that pain and grief, church. His light will guide us through it. See, the saying of Jesus, the Lord brings us to it. He will bring us, what, through it. We all will struggle. No one is exempt from struggle. So there should be no woe is me. But see, we have that light of Christ, see. That's the difference on our side, see. As we go through those struggles, he's leading us. But we must endure it. We can't quit and give up. We must endure the struggles, knowing that he is leading us. See, do not quit and give up when things get hard. That's the life we was born in, a hard life, a sinful life. And we're the ones who actually created with our sinful nature. See, if we were smart enough, 
to join into Christ beforehand, but we was born into this sin. Understand that? Understand that. Understand we are born sinners, church, with this nature of ours. And the only way out of this darkness that's inside of us, because we all have this darkness built up inside of us. The only way out of it is to follow that light. The only way. The only way. But know there still will be struggles. Still will be struggles. John 16, Jesus says this. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will, you will have many, 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 many trials and sorrows. I'm going to read that again. This is Jesus. This is Jesus. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. You will have them. We will have them. There is no woe with me. But take heart, he says. Take heart because I have overcome the world. What, what happens when we face dark times and difficulties? We tell ourselves, Lord, I would do anything to have peace right now. Right now, I'll do anything to have peace. We want peace, right? We want peace. He says, take heart. Take heart, church. Take heart. God loves you, and we know his promise is that he will never what? Leave us. He will never leave us. But when we don't follow the path of the light of Jesus, it seems as though he's abandoned us, right? But we are the ones who left him. <laughs> we are the ones who went off the path of righteousness, of holiness, right? We are the ones. That's the reality of it. We left the path of freedom. We left the path of power, of strength, to overcome these things in this life. Jesus is the path. He is the light, church. He is the light. The, the message version said it like this. I want to read this. He says, this I've told you all so that trusting me, you will be unshakable. Unshakable and assured, deeply at peace. Deeply at peace. In this godless world, this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties, but take heart, I have conquered the world. That's who I want to follow. That's hope, church. That's hope in that light, church. That's hope. Jesus told his disciples, church, that he and they would suffer. He didn't sugarcoat it. He told them he and they will suffer. If you follow me, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. And even though the disciples uh, experienced pain and sorrow after Jesus died, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit came in and comforted them and comforted them. 
and assured them that their trust was in Jesus. Assured them, church. Assured them. That's what the Holy Spirit does for you and I. That's what he does for you and I. Because of our union with Christ, when we go through trials and tribulations, the Holy Spirit comes in and guides us and comforts us in our troubled times, in our grief, our sorrows, in our struggles. The Holy Spirit comes in and comforts us and comforts us. You see how some people can have peace in the middle of all that turmoil, all of it. It's because of the Holy Spirit. The light of Christ is guiding them through it. It's guiding them through it. And those that the Bible says go through that and understand that, are those are the ones to help someone else through them. Show them the light of Christ to help guide them through those troubles. Amen? Yeah, we have troubles, church. Whether we're Christian or not, we're going to face troubles. But we can be encouraged because no matter what we face, because our hope is in Christ, the one who has conquered, the one who has overcome the darkness. We can face anything knowing that we too can overcome because our trust is in him. Our trust is in him. So no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing, just as the father did not leave him, he will never abandon us. He will never abandon us in our struggles. Never, 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 never. See, a lot of times we assume that, that peace is, means no trouble or no conflict. No, that's not it. That's not what he's saying. See, what he's saying is his peace will be apparent. Apparent. In the middle of your struggles, in the middle of your worries, in the middle of your sorrow, pain, and grief. His peace will be right there with us. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No matter what we go through, church, no matter what we go through, we must hold on to God's unchanging faith. Meaning we face Everything with the word of God. We face our struggles, our battles with the word of God. We fight evil with the word of God. When people bring attacks on us, we fight with the word of God. That is how we fight our battles. When darkness comes, we fight it off with the word of God. The Lord said, you can't have me, Satan. I am his. I am a child of God. You can't have me. Call it out. Those dark areas in your life, call it out to Jesus and let him shine his light on them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We rebuke every attack by the word of God. Every attack. Every sickness, every disease. We call it out. The word of God said we are delivered. We are healed in the name of Jesus. We have spiritual freedom. Spiritual freedom, church. That's something the world can't give you. The world can't give you spiritual freedom. Freedom in your mind, in your heart, and in your soul. The world can't give you that. 
the world can't give you that freedom. That's a freedom that you feel that you don't really understand. But it's there. But it's there. It's there. Hallelujah. 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 John 12, 35 and 36, Jesus replies. Jesus replied, my light will shine for you, church, just a little while longer. Walk in the light while you can. While you can. So the darkness will not overtake you. Those who walk in the darkness cannot see where they're going. He says, put your trust in the light while there's still time. Then you will become children of the light. And after saying these things, Jesus went away and hid from them. And hid from them. Church is difficult to see, to witness hopelessness in God's people where there should be hope. It's difficult to witness darkness in God's people where you expect to see light. It's difficult. It's tough. It's tough. But it reminds us, it reminds us of, of a fundamental need. One of our fundamental needs that we need to have in order to grow spiritually. That is to stay connected to the source of the light. Stay connected to Jesus Christ. Stay connected. Those lost that you see, those that, that as the Bible say, falls away, because they're not connected to their power source, the light of Jesus. And if we're not careful, this world will take us away from our power source. Don't let it. Don't let it. Jesus told the disciples, my light will shine for you just a little while longer. Walk in it while you still can. That's what he said. Because Jesus was going back to the Father. But in our case, he's returning. And if we're not disciples of his light when, we, when he returns, then we're going to have eternal darkness. Eternal darkness. See, we don't know when that day is coming. So why wait, right? Why wait? Jesus is the source of our power. He is the light and life of this world, no matter what nobody tell you. He is the power source of this whole world, church. The power source. And without a strong connection to him, without an intimate relationship with him, the darkness will overtake us. It will overtake us, church. And we will spiritually spiritually begin to fade away. We will spiritually begin to what? Die. Knowing that Satan and his forces will exploit every dark area of our lives. He will. He will. Pastor David Jeremiah, he has a thought 
on Satan's methods, right? He says this. He says, if you could sneak into Satan's office, wherever that might be, you might be surprised at what you see, what you find. A file with your name on it. A file with your name on it. Satan keeps a file on you. He keeps a file on you. And inside that file is the strategies that he's tried on you. The ones that has failed and the ones that has worked. The ones that has failed, he ain't messing with them no more. He threw them out. But the one that has worked, he figure out different ways to throw at you. Those things that cause you to stumble in your past. The ones that cause friction and division in your relationships. That cause problems and darkness in your life. Those ones. As long as they keep working on you, he will continue to use them. He will continue to use them. That is why we find ourselves caught up in the same old sin, the same old hurt, same old sorrow caused by our own way. See, the Bible makes it clear that sin is going our own way. See, going our own way. Satan got us. He got us. He knows exactly where we're going. Because we've been down that road before, right? We ain't changing nothing. We're going the same old way. So we walk right into his hands. The Lord says, don't go that way. Follow my light. You're secure in my light. He cannot grab you in my light. He can't take, he can't overtake us in the light of Jesus. He can't. Now, we will have problems, but I tell you this, they won't be coming from him. Because he has no power to overcome, to overtake us. Understand that, church. Understand that for a moment. The struggles that we go through. Ask yourself, why? Where they come from? Examine what you do, maybe to cause those problems. See what led to those actions, those, those decisions, those choices that led to that. Was it you? Or was it the spiritual forces of evil? See? That's something to think about. That's something to think about. Jesus says those who walk in the darkness cannot see where they're going. To walk in Satan's darkness is to stumble through life without help, without guidance, without understanding, without protection, church, without a goal, a purpose, or a meaning. He knows how to tempt us in our familiar sin. He knows what gets under our skin. What causes us anxiety and fears. He heightens all of those things in our life when we leave ourselves open by stepping off the path of Jesus' light, church. 
See, Satan exists only to dim our light. He doesn't like the body of Christ. He wants us to keep us in darkness. He exists to dim our light, to pull the plug on our power source so we can stay in darkness. That's what he wants to do. The pressures and the problems church we face every day are coming, are coming to us all. But Satan will try to tell you that you're the only one who's going through it. He will try to deceive you and tell you you are the only one who's going through it. And that's a lie from the pit of hell. That's a lie. We all go through these things, church. We all. He's deceiver. See, I know firsthand. I lived in the darkness. The darkness of Satan. Everything that I did, I believed was right. Every wrong thing I did, I believed it was right. It was right. Satan had blinders over me. I was deceived. I was the only one who didn't know where I was going. The only one. Everybody else around me knew I was going straight to hell. But me. But me. That's how blind and deceived I was. I couldn't receive nothing that nobody told me. That's darkness. That's darkness. And I know many of you probably can testify to that. That's darkness. That's darkness. I put myself before God and before everybody else. I thought lust was love. Instead of hating evil that people did, I hated the evil people. Yeah. Your heart is all torn up. You don't know. You're blind, ignorant. And many of us, church, many of us cannot see where we are going. See, Satan has deceived many of us thinking that we are on course to Jesus, on track. But he has deceived us, and we are way off. Some are way off course. Cannot see where we're going. The only way to get back is the word of God. The only way to get back is the word of God. The psalm says it like this, church. Your word is a lamp to my feet, hallelujah, and a light to my God's word contains spiritual principles, church, that will help us avoid many sorrows and tragedies. Many. These sorrows and tragedies that's brought on by our wrong choices, our wrong decisions. God's word will guide us into not making those wrong choices and those wrong decisions, church. See, his word will never fail to guide us in the right direction, the right direction. John 1, 5, and I'm about to close, says this, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything 
made, that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has not overcome it. If we follow that light of Jesus, he's telling us that darkness can't overcome it. That's hope, church. That's hope for us. In these dark situations, these dark times in his, in his life, that's hope. And once you receive that hope, share it. Share it. And I just want to share two more scriptures as we close. For at one time, you were darkness. But now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. For the fruit of the light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. It says, take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness. But instead, expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of the things they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Awake, church. Awake, church. Awake from the dead. Awake from the dead and allow Christ to shine his light on you. Amen? Father of the light, church. Father of the light. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we say thank you, Father. I thank you for your word, God, that every time that I read your word, God, you bring something new to my understanding, God. And I pray that it does the same for each and every heart. That's, uh, that hears your word, God. Father, we thank you for this gathering, Father. And I ask in the name of Jesus that you cover everyone in here, their families, their children, their children's children, everyone who's connected to them, Father, that any attack that, that comes upon them or their lives, any sickness, any health issues, God, any mind issues, God, that they be led by the light of Christ and know that no matter what struggles that we may go through, no matter what hardships that we may face right now, that we are going through right now today, when we leave here, that's going to be on our mind, God. I pray, God, that you remove them in the name of Jesus, that you give us peace through them in the name of Jesus, God. We call on you right now. We call on you right now for your strength, for your healing, for your wisdom, for your peace, God. Cover us all in Jesus' name.